0: Welcome to the Fairview Baptist Church Discipleship Podcast. This is a resource designed to help the Covenant members of Fairview Baptist Church carry out our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Joshua Johnston, and today I'm joined once again by Jared Sneed. And today we have a very special guest, Alicia Jones.
1: Woo yeah, alright. That's your that was your clap.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Now that everybody you're has blessed. calmed down, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alicia is a missionary sent out by Fairview, and she serves amongst the Hungarian-speaking peoples in Europe. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you with us. Now, Alicia is currently stateside, and uh, I have to admit that this is, it's great getting to sit across from you in person, but I do have to warn you that we ask all of the hard-hitting questions here. So are you, you sure you're ready for this?
2: Uh, I'm well prepared.
0: All right. Well, when you make these visits to the States, um, what things do you miss most uh, when you're away from Romania?
2: I uh, actually have been away from Romania the entire uh, year almost because of COVID. So I would have to say when I thought about this a lot, uh, it's definitely the village children. It's uh, those kids who scream my name with a, a Hungarian emphasis on the first letter, Alisha, as they're running toward me. They always drop what they're doing to to uh, come meet our vehicle when we arrive, and they race our vehicles as we leave. I miss their beautiful smiles and even their dirty embraces uh, because they're so priceless. But I have to admit, I've also really missed worshiping uh, with our church family since March. The joy of lifting our voices together each Sunday with our family there is one that I took for granted. Mm. And singing while watching Facebook Live just isn't the same.
1: It is really not the same. No. (laughs) Uh, So for some people listening, I think uh, there's a lot of people that hear your voice and they know you really well. But there are others who have never met you before. And so would you just kind of quickly introduce yourself and uh, tell those people how you went from Fairview uh, to working and living in Eastern Europe?
2: Well, I grew up at Fairview, and many of you probably know my parents, Archie and Teresa Jones. Our family was here since Fairview was a church plant. I watched Fairview grow as I grew, and at the age of 13 during a youth camp, I said yes to God's call in my life to full-time ministry. After studying education at Campbell University, I went to seminary at Southeastern. While there, Fairview went through the Baptist Mission partnership with Hungarian Baptist Aid on a mission trip where we met the Roma and worked with... Our Hungarian partners there. Seeing God at work those 10 days absolutely amazed me. Meanwhile, I I sensed Him calling me to go plant my life among these people. I spent months in prayer for the people I'd met and for God to make it clear if He wanted me to move there. And after about six months of praying, it became crystal clear. So I raised support and finished my own campus studies. I moved to Ukraine back in June of 2012. There together with Hungarian Baptist Aid, we started a preschool for 20 uh, very poor children in the local Roma church. Uh, but soon due to misunderstandings, God brought me to live in Hungary and work in Romania. So for a year and a half with a, a new co-worker at that time from Hungarian Baptist Aid, we taught Roma kids after school and taught Bible lessons in a Roma preschool located in the basement of the church in Romania. We also got to know numerous churches across eastern Hungary during that season. But after a while, the constant border crossing and difficulty of ministry led us to seek new opportunities. So we prayed and had conversation with the leader of the uh, Hungarian uh, Baptist organization, and our eyes were open to a really incredible open door uh, for the gospel and any kind of ministry in schools that had been obtained by Hungarian Baptist Aid two years earlier. In the summer of 2012, we started hosting English Bible camps in these schools, and that fall we began teaching Bible. Bible stories and hosting Bible clubs throughout the school year at different preschools and schools. We've continued attending and serving and supporting our Roma brothers and sisters in Romania with BBS medical and construction teams, and also by regularly attending the Sunday evening services there. But sadly, COVID brought a sudden halt to our attendance, but we have continued our partnership through financial support and maintaining friendships by phone.
0: Yeah, well... Alicia, as you can imagine, ministry here in the United States in 2020 has been quite a bit different than normal. It's been interesting, to say the least. I imagine the same is true for you. And so this past year, what has ministry looked like for you?
2: Yeah, it's been great to be um, in partnership with you all and know what's going on here too. But we started off our year by teaching and reaching out to families uh, with the start of the second semester of school, kind of like everybody else. But then We also were getting some plans underway for initiating a discipleship effort between active North Carolina churches, including Fairview, and active spiritual leaders in the Hungarian Baptist-Aid-run schools. But then COVID arrived, and the team's flight was canceled just two days before they were supposed to have flown. So like most, life for me from mid-March until about May suddenly slowed way down and kind of just stopped. The highlights, uh, personally, were some long times of prayer, talking to neighbors that I hadn't talked to much before, and looking for opportunities to serve the communities that we would have visited with teams. It was certainly a time of uncertainty, but it birthed two online efforts that became meaningful in the lives of many throughout this last year. We initiated that discipleship effort uh, through weekly Zoom meetings in June, uh, connecting the Hungarians with some local North Carolina friends, and then we got to meet again during October and November through Zoom meetings. Four different groups grew into five, and both uh, the U.S. partners and the Hungarians watched the material shared via video before the weekly meeting. I really feel like it resulted in times of mutual encouragement. My ministry partner, Tundi, uh, sensed a call to begin a women's group at the outbreak of COVID. We studied together with a a small group of women, the book of Esther in the spring. And then we were able to birth... Two groups uh, that we led during the fall where we studied with both of them, the book of Ruth and then Luke chapter one and two during the Advent season. These were surprisingly intimate times on Zoom calls and really helped bridge the gap created by social distancing. Although all the teams had to cancel, by God's grace, we visited the eight various communities with a small team of friends during the summer months. Due to laws in Hungary about summer camp, we couldn't even host abbreviated camps, which we had hoped. So we instead visited 10 to 20 families in each community, praying with them and giving them a food package on behalf of the team who would have come. We also bought and delivered school supplies for all of the first-year students in five of these different communities. God also did a really incredible thing this year. Back in April of 2017, we began a church plant in my community. But over the last three years, the church had very few services and always in a varying location and some small house groups. But this September, between that first and second wave of the coronavirus, as they named it in Hungary, uh, we were able to begin holding services in a school building where the new principal is one of the founding members of our church. Although a strong outbreak of the virus in the community pushed services online just two weeks later, I still got really excited about what God is doing and planting this church.
1: It's incredible to hear, and, and the one thing you mentioned about the online meetings—I have loved being a part of those. Um, it's been one of the highlights each week, and so I'm, I'm grateful to God for those meetings. One one of the things that's happened definitely here in the states is that people have been talking about how 2020 is just the worst year ever. <laughs> and uh, you see memes all over social media about that stuff. True. But uh, God is still working. And so He has done amazing things. And, and I was going to ask, uh, do you have a story of something unexpected that's happened this year that's reminded you about how God is still very much at work?
2: Yeah, so it was, like I said, really exciting and and joyful to see that the church plant could kind of get off the ground with, with some uh, face-to-face meetings. But even after we went online, I was still really excited about uh, seeing God just, just grow our community as a church right there. But I have to admit something else, that during one of those eight visits to the communities across Hungary, I had a really special perspective of just how vast and yet specific God's work is. Uh, every community we serve is unique unique. unique with different teams. It's really cool to see how God connects those usually. But even without the teams, uh, we were able to go and and see these different communities this summer. And some have an established Baptist church, but most do not. So we were in this particular community that's probably the wealthiest. It's the furthest to the West, and it actually has a a working Baptist church. Uh, The spiritual leader from the school who hosted us is also a member of the local Baptist congregation. And together, we were amazed at the depth of the need in this affluent community uh, while visiting families with the food packages. And uh, we, we were visiting, and we just kept encountering one person after the next and praying with them. Uh, and each one had a similar story of how they had fallen away from God or, or lost their faith in some way. And I felt like our call that entire day was one of just proclaiming God's mercy, of calling his own back to Him. And, and we went from one side of the town to the other, and it was like the same message was being delivered over and over again through our mouths. So I just think it's amazing that God sends us and uses us where and how He pleases. And it's just such a joy to watch Him love, teach, and heal people using us in that process.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. You know, one of the things here, uh, I, I think one of the unique opportunities that we've seen here is um, COVID kind of Press pause on a lot of the things that we were doing. And so it, it caused us to really to stop and reflect and ask, well, why are we doing this? Or should we be doing this? And and in, in some ways, it's really caused us to kind of um, reshape our priorities or, or yeah. to return back to the most important things. And and then for some of the other things, it it's caused us to long to continue to do those things again. And so... Uh, I imagine for you, it, it's probably similar. And so, uh, as this new year uh, new year begins, um, with the understanding that it, it really is hard to plan uh, right now for the future, uh, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty one?
2: Yeah, it, it is really hard. But one thing I've learned and want to continue to grow in is just complete dependency on mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm most excited about the church plant and I'm really eager to continue um and to expand even the effort in doing family visits and, and ministry to individuals in the local communities, so as to exhort more new and growing believers to gather to worship. I know many miss the opportunity to be together and be in community with one another. So when we're able to hold in-person church again, I think there will be a general enthusiasm among the locals that I hope we can funnel into stronger commitment to the church.
1: Yeah, Uh, Well, you know that a lot of people here at Fairview are just so very excited to hear about this church that you're talking about. And so many people here uh, know you so well, and we all love you, and we are praying for you often. Uh, What are some ways that you would uh, just tell us to pray specifically for you?
2: Praying is really hard work. And God has made this wide-open invitation for us to just walk into his throne room. In the Bible, Esther had to risk her life to stand before the king and ask for the life of her people. We don't even have that much at stake, but if we don't use the opportunity, we have our people to lose. Um, That's something I've learned this year in our study of the book of Esther. So I'd really invite everyone to first pray with me for God's people in Hungary and Romania, that they might be firmly established in their faith, growing constantly in both grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus. Second, I'd also uh, say pray for for God to just grant me an open mouth with words um, that that I can really fearlessly and bravely make known the mystery of the gospel to the people around me. But while praying for that, uh, pray for the Uh, God to just grant understanding to those that are truly under control of the evil one so that they might know him who is true. Uh, A lot of people following a lot of uh, false things and a lot of deception. It's it's hard to watch.
0: Yeah, very good. Uh, In the podcast notes, uh, we will um, share a summary of those prayer requests so that for everybody listening, you can lift those things up uh, and continue to pray for Alicia and Her ministry work there. Well, Alicia, we are just about out of time, and you've done you've done well so far. Uh, But uh, we like to end each podcast with a fun question because we ask all the hard hitting questions here, Uh, and you are to simply answer the question, and you're not really allowed to offer any uh, uh, qualifying thoughts uh, or any type of clarity. You just simply answer the question. Got it? Okay. All right. Um, What is one thing that the Roma people do better than we do here in the United States?
2: Well, they are way better than I am at walking through the mud without getting any mud on their shoes. (laughs) I haven't figured out what the trick is. Yesterday we were doing family pictures in my brother's yard and I got completely muddy. And it's not nearly as muddy as the conditions they live in. So I guess living all your life proves uh, that you get some natural training there. Uh, (laughs) But in a little more serious uh, tone, I'm I'm really proud of how hard they worked this year, our Roma brothers. Uh, They built a church building in a village and delivered lots of food packages, Christmas gifts, and even personal protective wear. Um, They also, one thing I must admit, they, they sing and dance with a joy that's just infectious. And I really hope we can learn from that.
0: Yeah, well, that's really encouraging to hear. Um, for me and Jared, we'll we'll practice mud walking. Um <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, we're about out of time today, uh, Alicia. We want to thank you for joining us today. For those listening, you can find a the latest copy of Alicia's um, newsletter at fairviewchurch.org backslash Alicia. Uh, you'll also find a copy of that link uh, in the show notes. Uh, in that newsletter, you'll find other prayer requests that Alicia has, and you'll also find ways that you can give uh, in order to support her ministry efforts there. Well, until next time, Fairview, may we exist to make disciples of Jesus Christ.